they they did that for kids. Let's watch Ernie bathe. <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> I would agree. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> that the bath time with Ernie was a segment on Sesame Street. Like 30 years from now is when they're going to blow up about it. Yeah, Sesame Street is going to get canceled. It's like it's like a 70-year-old dude. He's like, I've never recovered. I dude. watched Rubber Ducky. was not. <laughs> that's not good memories for me. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day that Sesame Street had put out a, a new character, and she was homeless. <laughs> but, but, dude, and then somebody commented, like, Oscar the Grouch literally lives in a trash can. <laughs> They've been having a homeless character on that show for years. He, he, but he's got, like, that pit. Remember, like, someone would dive in. <laughs> there was like space in there. I think you've gone way deeper into Sesame Street than I ever have. I remember that though. Yeah, he, yeah. he had he had a crib in there. He had a crib inside the trash. They bro, they they should have had like an MTV Cribs episode with Oscar. <laughs> like, come in my trash can. <laughs> he just, dude. <laughs> Jordan, are we rolling? Okay, we're Beautiful. rolling, so we can go ahead and keep going with this episode. <laughs> That's well. Now I'm kicking the, the mic stand here. Um, anyways, this is the Big Access Podcast, and uh, today we've got a partner success manager with us, Dylan. Uh, dude, Dylan is uh, he's a freaking stud here at PDK, but uh, he's also he's also our local leprechaun. I, th- I think we're gonna have you dress up as a leprechaun for uh, St. Patrick's Day. And you know, I actually had a date call me a leprechaun. You had yesterday. a date call you a leprechaun <laughs> yeah. yesterday? Yeah, she goes. Or she goes. Are all of you and your siblings gingers? You're a le- you're a <laughs> leprechaun. Bro. I mean, you're just gonna throw the ginger word at me? <laughs> so it's uh, <laughs> a little hardcore. I guess here's here's the question: Is are you gonna yeah. take this girl out again? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to get to me is insult me first, dude. And then compliment. Now that you actually say that, (laughs) my wife, the first thing she ever said to me was, yeah, that's kind of (laughs) lame. Dude, I mean, as as everybody knows, my my name is spelled horrible, right? B-R-A-C-H. It's the worst way out there to spell Brock. But it's actually named after the candy company, Brock's Candy. So, like, all those, like, horrible, uh, uh, like, those little pumpkin candies that you get or all Mm -hmm. the candy corn or, like, hard candies, they're all made by Brock's Candy. And so you're going to start seeing them coming up in stores here soon now that Halloween is already being advertised. But, uh, yes, yeah, so my, my pickup line in college was uh, when everybody, everybody would say, dude, that's a weird spelling. I'd go, yeah, it's named after the candy company because my parents would kn- knew I was going to be so sweet. Dude, <laughs> my wife looks at me when I tried that, and she goes, yeah, that is lame. I thought that was cute, man. Well, dude, I that mean. That was cute. It won me over. She, I mean, we've been married now for 12 years. So it's worked out all right. Our anniversary is actually <laughs> this week. So Dude, congrats. 12 years this week. That's a so beautiful thing. It's it's exciting. Shout out to my lovely wife, Ashley. She doesn't watch this. Shout but out to my single self. Anyways, so <laughs> so you went out on a, but but how long are you going to be single? I mean, you, you went out on a date and you're going to take her out. Well, I've been going on a frequent amount. <laughs> a frequent amount of dates? Yeah. Are you a serial dater? You could call it that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how many dates, like... Like, like when you say you've been mm-hmm. going on a frequent amount, like how much is a frequent amount of dates? Okay, so this this last week was four. The week before four that dates, w- dude. was six. Ten dates in two yeah. weeks? Yeah, dude, I'm a picky son gun. Jeez, bro. <laughs> so, and, and how many of these are like second dates with the same girls? Honestly, a decent amount. Okay, decent so, amount so you're dates, just yeah. like a man whore out there just <laughs> trying to find... The one. Yeah, I'm kind of a bad dude. Yeah. 
So no, uh, anyway, I, I treat everybody with respect. Leprechaun out here treating everybody with respect. I'm a pot of gold. But now, I'm do you treasure. tell the girls that you are a serial dater? No, they. But they're doing the same thing. Okay, we all know this. All right, we all know they're doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably their second date of the day. <laughs> oh, jeez. Jeez, man. Welcome to Utah, guys. Utah does have a little bit of that <laughs> going on. I would definitely agree with you there. Yeah, it's a it's a busy culture out here. Yeah. So, <laughs> talking about busy cultures, I know that you uh, you've got a lot on your plate. You know, you are a partner success manager here at PDK. You've got a lot of stuff to do there. But outside of work, you also apparently go on a lot of dates but you're, you're very into fitness as well and, and into yeah. the gym right yeah i yeah. love I mean, fitness you guys yeah. can't tell because he's sitting on a couch right now but this dude is yoked well next to brock i'm i'm a survivor well but i mean because this dude's jacked jacked with pudding <laughs> i mean the, the amount of uh, the amount of sweets that i love is great i mean i i can eat freaking horrible food all day dude so that's what the fitness is for. Yeah, I guess fitness, so. the, fitting the food I, I, in your I mouth. Fitness, you know? I fitness pizza in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. I screwed up that joke, so you 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 recovered it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, so you like weightlifting a lot. I know that there's been mm -hmm. times when I'm, you know, you know how like every two months I get like remotivated. I'm like, dude, yeah, dude, it's gonna happen. I'm gonna lose all this weight, and then I lose five pounds, and then I go and I gain ten pounds afterwards. It's it's kind of exciting, but Dylan's always the guy. He's like, dude, you got to do like this lifting technique, or you got to do this <laughs> and this. So mm. you've done your research on this stuff, man. Oh, I love it, dude. It was it's like it's been a passion for me since probably like fourteen years old. Really? Yeah, like uh, I just you know what my passion at fourteen was. What was that, dude? Freaking Pokemon? Nintendo GameCube. Pokemon. See, look, I I, I nailed that. Yeah, 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 you were right on. Yeah, Pokemon you, was like big for me in like fifth grade. Are you a card trader? Are you selling them? No. I did find out, though, that one of my brothers is, like, really into it. And, like, he has the whole eBay vault and everything with no with kidding. trading cards and, like, first edition Pokemon cards. Shut up, And he's up, just using dude. it to, like, as a form of investment portfolio. Dude, that's classic. Yeah. I, I We had a big collection of them, me and my brother. All classic cards. Some of them were, like, you know, the little holographic cards and stuff. Yeah. And I come home one day, and he just gave them to the neighbor, the neighbor kid. Bro. He's like, he could use them. I was like, no. Like, that was my college funds. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone. They're toast. <laughs> Anyways, weightlifting. That was a <laughs> Yeah, quite the tangent. That was quite the tangent there. So you do a lot of weightlifting. How much do you bench press? Oh, my bench press is not great, but uh like two twenty five. Two twenty five, dude, that's still like I mean that's like benching I, I, that's more than I weigh. You're benching more than me, dude. That's a beautiful thing. I can yeah. bench Brock. <laughs> How, how many one brocks brock. do you bench? One. I can bench one brock. Yeah. But then after you do all the weightlifting, are you on this, like, ice bath trend that's out there? I know that there's a, the big mm -hmm. ice bath trend. No, you're I, not about I it. I do cold showers. Cold showers. Okay. Yeah. So same kind of idea. I know that uh, mm -hmm. I know that Jace, our art director, he's really big into the cold showers as well. Oh, is he? Yeah, dude. dude he, he's really into it. I guess it's, it's really good for, like resetting your immune system and in your lymph nodes and everything and so jace is all about dude taking these these uh, cold showers but then he'll even do the ice bath occasionally too that's sweet yeah. i did a four month stint where it was just ice or uh cold showers for four months no warm showers no hot showers just cold four showers. months of just cold showers mm -hmm. and i i never got sick i felt like my my peak my peak athleticism was was during that four month stint. How long were your cold showers? I would challenge myself. I'd shoot for five minutes each time. Oh, yeah. I I got on the cold shower <laughs> kick a little bit ago too, and and 
I, I got to the point where I was doing five minutes, you know, had my Apple Watch just going. And uh, five minutes, it was good. But then we uh, we broke down and we bought this big stock tank, just a r- big Rubbermaid 100-gallon stock tank. And this was in the winter, filled it up with water and just left it in my garage. Dude, that thing got down to like 38 degrees in the winter. Good gall. You were doing it in the winter? Oh, yeah, dude. Shut oh, up, yeah. dude. Just go sit in the snow. Dude, I, I could. <laughs> but, yeah, we'd go and we would sit in this thing. Both me and my wife got really into it, and we would do it every day. Um, and the goal was at least two minutes. There was one day I got five minutes, and, dude, like, you get out, and you are completely numb. Like, I, everybody was telling me, oh, yeah, if you do the ice bath, you know, you're going to be fine if you're used to the cold showers. The cold shower is worse because you have air moving around you. No, yeah. no, that's a that's the biggest piece of baloney ever, dude. <laughs> the, the ice bath was horrible. It, was, it hurts. But, dude, yeah. it, I'm not kidding you, though. When you get out – as soon as your body warms up, you feel so good. Like you can feel yeah. the, and you could feel all the, uh, um, just like the inflammation starting to break up. Like in my my knees are pretty bad, and they get all locked up. And dude, feeling them just kind of loosen up from that, it was awesome. But then we had to clean the stock tank. You know, you have to clean it every few weeks. And we were in the middle of a project, and I just haven't filled it back up since. So it's been a good couple months since I've actually done an ice bath, but. I'm with you, though. In those times that I was actually doing the ice bath, man, I felt incredible. Right? You don't feel great while you're in it. Oh, dude. It's like horrible. No one, everyone's like, oh, just give it a minute. No, it it only gets worse. It does. As soon as you step out, you feel amazing. But I will say that it is really cool watching what you can do to your body to suddenly control your focus, to focus on your breathing. Because it that initial shock is horrible, dude. Yeah, I, I try to do that, like that slow breathing. The yeah. first little bit is like me doing the robot in there, just trying to like, <laughs> just like just warm up to and survive. <laughs> yeah. yeah Wait, dude. didn't you say though that if they leave a thousand comments on this, you're gonna do a podcast episode of Ice Baths? Ooh, was, <laughs> we're gonna have was, the, was the rubber the ducky episode <laughs> yeah. of, of Sesame the Street. Bert and Ernie and the the ice baths. <laughs> oh god, rubber ducky. <laughs> You gonna sing the rest? You're the one. There, there we go. Jordan, hit the hit that last <laughs> note. <laughs> Jeez, man. This, this is Dylan. This is a lot of your guys' sales contact. I this, hope you know that. This is what's behind the phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, dude. Oh, so funny. So, do you ever like when you get in the cold shower, like scream and like wake up your roommates or anything? I put on music and just sing, dude. Yeah, it's like country music, and I'm just like. You know, I don't know if you guys heard of Coulter Wall or like Tyler oh, yeah. Childers. Yeah. I'm just in there just yodeling just the, the blues. <laughs> yodeling the blues. <laughs> dude, that's great. It gets you through it, dude. Yeah. Is it? Like, uh, do you usually do them like in the morning so it maybe does wake up when your roommates? How many roommates oh. do you have? So I have, it was, it was four. And then um, during the summer, it started to dwindle down. And then there was just two. Now there were two. Yeah, one of them was like a professional Smash Bros player. Really? Yeah, he would fly out, go play Smash. Like, like he legitimately was a professional video game player. Yeah, yeah. He and would. like went on business trips. Yeah, I, I to go play Super Smash. He legitimately did. I like, has he seen... never heard of Nintendo Switch Online? <laughs> he did. He, he did that too. He just Gosh. did it all. He would he would just be leaving. I'm like, hey, where are you going? He's like, to Tennessee. We got a Smash tournament. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow, yeah. dude. Yeah. That's and crazy. Was is that your messy roommate you were telling me about or is that no. somebody else? So that was that was another dude. He uh so he he came to America for his second masters. Oh, okay. And he was I could never recover my kitchen. He he would do four course meals 
and would never clean them up. They would just stay on the tables. And there was like one, and I'm a neat freak, so it drove me nuts. And great guy, just mess. And so I would go crazy, and I there was one Saturday I was like, I'm going to just encourage him. I spent 13 hours cleaning. You know, I was like, this kitchen looks great. Left for two hours, worse. It came, it oh was worse. Gosh. Dude, and he'd leave like onions, like, like the peelings on the table. And I was like about to throw them. He was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm using those. I'm like, they've been here for eight days. <laughs> oh, what, gosh. What dude. are you going to do with these? <laughs> They're not growing. Oh, so, gosh, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> that is, that's wild. Yeah. And then the last guy, he's, he looks, he's like spitting image of Morgan Wallen. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was like, dude, you look just like Morgan Wallen. You better cut that flow into a mullet. And then it took three months of pressure, and he did it. There you go. He goes. I did a thing. You actually just got rid of your mullet. I did. I had. I had. A, I had a mullet, a big beard, and then I cut it to a horseshoe for a little bit, and then I was like, you know what? I look like I make homemade moonshine, <laughs> and so I just changed it to a regular mustache. Look so. at this, dude. You you legitimately changed up the way that you look for our partners. Yeah, Dylan dude. is the definition of a partner fanatic. They got to be dealing with a ten, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So let's actually talk about what you do for our partners here at PDK. And, yeah. uh, and, and in particular, you know, this, this whole episode is actually not about ice baths and rubber duckies, but it's actually about end-user demos, which is a big part of a, what we do here at PDK. So uh, end-user demos is big, right? These, yeah. are, these are end-users who are wanting to learn more about PDK, uh, and so oftentimes they reach out to us, uh, and then we can sometimes get them in contact with dealers, or if maybe they're already working with a dealer. But those end-user demos oftentimes will happen through our partner success team, which is built up of you, Dylan Sharp, and yes, Cole Nebaker, right? And so uh, you guys probably recognize Dylan and Cole from a lot of our other videos that we've been doing, or if they are your sales contact, you'll recognize them from your conversations with Dylan and, uh, and with Cole. So really cool there. Um, but Dylan, talk to me a little bit about these end-user demos. First off, what is the purpose of an end-user demo? So end-user demos are like one of the first lines of information that your end-user is going to receive about PDK. This is where they're going to learn everything about PDK, the business, the hardware and how it operates, and the software. And then a lot of the benefits of the software as well, like your mobile credentials. Okay. So your access into the buildings. We're going to tell them about the remote access, um, show them how to create system events, build their card holders. And then we also customize it based off of what their needs are. So if an if a end user requests, I want to know more about the mobile credentials, then we're going to spend more time on the mobile credentials and walk them through it, how that, how that works. Nice. Would you find that most of these end user demo requests come in from the end users themselves, or do they come in from dealers? Yeah, we, we get a pretty big balance. It's like 50-50. We okay. have our dealers. They'll request end-user demos, and we'll sit in with the dealer and the end-user and, sh and walk the end-user through how it works. And a lot of times that's a great great value add for the dealer and the end-user where we can show them exactly how it works, and then the dealer can also add in other information based off of their install. Yeah. Do you, and, mm -hmm. you know, this isn't a knock on our dealers at all because we have fantastic partners out there. and These yeah. guys are really good at doing their installations. They're really good at doing their sales. But... Uh, we've got some of them out there who will go ahead and make the initials, you know, the initial, I guess, uh, initial inception of PDK uh, right. and, and just introduce who PDK is that, hey, in, these guys are the access control manufacturer that you want to have installed in your facility. And then from there, they will go ahead and say, 
here's the basics, but we should really get PDK on the horn and have them show you everything in depth. And I think these guys are really cool because they trust us because we literally pitch PDK all day, every day, right? And so we know all the ins and the outs. We are the source of knowledge when it comes to our own product. Fancy that, right? Yeah. That's And one of the beautiful things, too, is we take them right into the software, too. So we show them hands-on what it looks like and how it operates. That is really cool as well, right? You're you're actually diving in and and tailoring this based on what the end user is looking for. So, I mean, there's situations where some end users don't have elevators. Are you going to show elevators in that case? No. No, right? You you don't want to be showing off stuff that's going to be useless. But you can go through the entire software and show them, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and say you need to have somebody – who's got access to your front door and your back door, but not access to the east and the west. So then you can go ahead and show them exactly how you can build that out. And you get the end user kind of excited that way, right? Right. Yeah. So that's one thing that I think that some of our partners can be able to utilize more is you guys have these fantastic partner success managers and fantastic regional sales directors who are out there who a big part of their job is helping you to close jobs. And a big way to do that is utilizing them to help you guys pitch the product. So use them as a, uh, you know, use these guys as a source to be able to have these end user demos going. So how does a dealer go about scheduling one of these end user demos with you? ProDataKey.com. There's four tabs at the top. Hit demo. And then just right underneath there, there's going to be a drop down. Check the end user. And then I'll pull up colonize schedule. And based off of what side of the Mississippi you're on, you'll get either coal or I. That's pretty cool. Yes, so, sir. So what side of the Mississippi are you on? So I'm going to be the east side of the Mississippi. So anybody on the east, I'm your guy. There you go. So reach out to me anytime. I'm happy to do an end user demo with you. They're tons of fun. And we'll we'll customize it for exactly what you need. That's that's way cool. So another, uh, another cool thing with these end user demos is the ability to um, – once you've shared everything, you can you kind of do follow up with these dealers and make sure that everything else with the with the sales pitch is going correctly, right? Right. So so you you talk with these dealers and just making sure you basically you create an opportunity and we want to follow up on that opportunity to make sure that we've given everything that we can to help this partner succeed, right? And so what uh, after follow up or, or I guess what does the follow up look like to these partners? after you've created these end user opportunities? So it's, it's based on the install. So a lot of them are just like, if they have new questions that form. So if we, we give them a call and they're like, hey, end user wants to know about this. A lot of times it's an integration partner. So then we'll, we can get them set up with another a demo for an integration. Yeah. Um, but we also like to follow up and see uh, if the installation has started, um, if there's any questions, any concerns, and then we address them and help them for whatever it is that they're they're looking for in the install dude that's way cool another thing that uh that you guys are starting to do now is some more of the access control coaching um you know your boss sean blaisdell we had him on the podcast last week and in in that we were talking about the access control coaching sessions that we have going on uh once a month right and these kind of different themes uh coaching our partners on different access control methods and uh, ways that our partners can help generate additional revenue, uh, ways that they can learn more about the PDK system, things like that. And so uh, I know that another big part of that is going to be you guys as the partner success manager setting up these little training sessions with some of these partners who may not have had the opportunity to jump in on our live coaching session. 
Yeah, that's that's one of the cool things too is because I'm actually doing a demo later this week where I'm going to do a mobile training, show them how to issue the mobile credentials. Oh, sweet. And then I'm also doing a training for system events, show how to set up lockdowns. It's going to be for a school, which yeah. is super valuable for your school. So you have your lockdown event, um, which can be done with mobile triggers, button triggers. Um, it's it's a super flexible system. So it's really cool. And you're you're more than welcome to reach out to me or and set up a training where I can walk you or your end user through how to set up any of those or any kind of training that you're looking for. It's, it's a pretty cool way to, to set it up because it's... That, that is way cool. So, so you're just mm-hmm. talking about, uh, you know, an end user is a school who's needing system events to create lockdowns and whatnot. Uh, is there, uh, you know, when you're, when you're doing this one with this school, anything else that kind of stood out to you in the demo that they just got really excited about? The, the another one of the big things is the notifications. Yeah. So as soon as they they create their system event, they can create another one for notifications. So it alerts everyone who needs to be alerted about the situation, which can be them, first responders. Okay. And that's extremely exciting for them because that provides a lot of safety and comfort to the school. Yeah. Dude, that's way cool. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that uh, I would say that the close rate for an end user is much higher when we're there to help show off everything than when you run into a sales pitch scenario where the end user asks a dealer question. The dealer might not know that answer, and so then the dealer just has to go, you know what, I don't know that answer. I'll get back to you, uh, which which is a, a good sales tactic, right? Be, if you ever don't ever know the answer, be honest about it. Let them know that you're going to do the follow-up with the answer. That's great. But if you're actually presenting it with the manufacturer and the manufacturers that are with the answer on the spot, that's just going to be that much more impressive to the end user. And so I would say that our end user close rate is extremely high. I was talking with Cole not too long ago, and Cole was saying that uh, it's it's high 80s uh, percent on an end user close rate when a dealer actually schedules an end user demo uh, with us and their end user. So it's a three-way conversation there. It's pretty sweet. Right. And personally, for any end user demo I've done recently – I don't. I pretty much all of them have closed. I don't. I don't know of a single one that hasn't. Like how so, crazy is that? Yeah. That it's it's as simple. You know, if you want to close a deal, it could be as simple as just taking five minutes out of your time to go to the website brodatakey.com, clicking that demo button, and then saying that yes, I want to schedule an end user demo. Find a time that works for all parties, and you're good to go. Yeah. Then at that point, Cole or Dylan could come in here and help close a deal for you. That is huge for our partners, right? Yeah. We, we What we want to do here at PDK is really make everything simple for all parties involved. Uh, that's the dealer and that's the end user. We want the end user to get excited about the product, and we want that dealer to see that excitement in their end user and know that, hey, they've closed a deal, we've made a new partnership, and we can count on PDK being there for us at all times. Absolutely, and they really do get excited. They like, really do. The the last end user demo I did, the whole the whole end was that's so awesome. <laughs> we need this now, <laughs> dude. That's cool. It's, it's sweet. It's it's a cool system. It's so simple and easy to use. It's perfect for, you know, and and, and some of the cool things too is you know as, at least on the marketing side, Jordan and I we get to go fly out to some of these end users and we do get to do some uh, case studies on them. Uh, so we did a case study not too long ago where we flew out to uh, to Texas, and we, we ended up having to stay a little bit later because our flights got canceled due to tornadoes. And uh, we got to go tornado chasing that night. Shout out That's to John so Lopez. That was awesome. Um, but anyway, so but when you hear from these end users about how much they love the PDK system, 
it just kind of, I mean, it, it creates these good feelings that you're like, you know what, what we're doing is actually good for people. They're, they're loving this. We're helping mm-hmm. to protect their life and property. And that, I mean, that process ultimately starts on the way that you guys help present everything. And so you build that trust and then they, we continually build that trust through our dealer networks, but then also through a product that just works. hundred percent. Right? And, and so it's cool. Not only are we like protecting and their property and life, but we're making it easy. It's very simple. Yeah. It's simplicity, right? Super intuitive. That's what, that's what PDK is all about. And that's what ultimately why we've been uh, the fastest growing access control manufacturer out there right now. It's because we, uh, we focus on sim- simplicity without compromise. Right. So, yeah. Anyways, that is, uh, that is end user demos. So if you don't already schedule end user demos, make sure you go out and do that right now. Go to ProDataKey.com, click that demo button right at the very top in the main menu, and then it will take you right to our demo page, and you can go ahead and schedule an end-user demo right from there. If you are not with PDK yet and you want to learn more about PDK, there is also a a link there for a new dealer, so be sure to click on that as well and get that taken care of. But Dylan, we are just about out of time on this week's episode of the Big Access Podcast. If you haven't already – well, hang on. <coughs> there Bless it is. You. I was going to say, I, <laughs> dude, my allergies are killing me right now. I, we were out camping this weekend, and dude, there was something out there that just, just killed my sinuses and has made my throat all sorts of scratchy, too. So I'm just coughing left and right right now. But, um, anyways, <laughs> Dylan, what I was trying to say is thank you a ton for jumping on to this week's of course, episode thanks of the for Big having Access me. Podcast. Um, if you are listening to this and you are, and Dylan is your sales contact, be sure to ask him how the ice baths are going and ask him about his serial <laughs> dating habit and uh, and if there's anything that you guys can do to help Dylan with those uh, If you have tips. Got. If you've got any yeah. tips for uh, for sealing the deal, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let him let know. Let me know. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you so much for joining uh, and tuning in to this week's episode of the Big Access Podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to subscribe to it, give it a five-star rating, and let us know if there's anything in particular that you are looking to learn. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. It's a beautiful thing. Sweet. How, how long did that one roll? Uh, 25 minutes. Woo! That's pretty good. That is good. Yeah, the whole time I'm like, dude, I have no idea like where we're at timing-wise.